0: Hi, everyone. This is Kelly Donahue, and you're listening to FCBA Unplugged, a podcast for you and about you, the amazing, diverse, and talented members of the FCBA. In today's episode, I catch up with. You know what, guys? Today's guest does not need any introduction. It's Julie Carney. Julie Carney, it has been
1: too long. I am so thrilled to have you on the show today. I am so happy to see your face so our listeners can't see how happy we are and beaming and grinning from ear to ear.
0: I'm still a little bit heartbroken that you moved away from the D.C. area and are now in sunny, sunny California, but
1: tell me how things are going there. Well, first of all, I think the thing I missed most about being in D.C. are the friends, but California has so much to offer. My family and I are in the South Bay, so we're right near Stanford University, and we love it here. It is uh, outdoor lovers paradise. California is called the Salad Bowl, and now I know exactly why it is, because there's so much fresh produce, and the people are pretty chill here. Did you know no one honks their horn here? They just weigh politely. Drive behind the bikers, wait until there is a safe moment to pass. And yeah, for those of us from the East Coast, for whom the horn is a daily feature that we use, uh, but it's great. We love it here. And of course, being in a vibrant tech community is fun. But I I'd be lying if I didn't say there are things we miss about D.C., I know you love it there. I will never forget. Maybe it was like the first
0: few months you moved there. You sent me a picture of f- vegetables.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're still a novelty. It was so. Cute.
0: <laughs> You're like there's a farmer's market right down the street. I can ride my bike that was just such a great discovery, and you've been discovering things ever since.
1: Yes, and the spontaneous trips to the beach are always a treat too for those of us who love the ocean, even if it's bitter cold and no mosquitoes that is the the big thing for my family no mosquitoes very few and no humidity days of goofy goofy hair seem to be a thing of the past (laughs) your hair
0: is looking quite lovely actually i was meant to tell you that earlier (laughs) well thank you it costs
1: twice as much here it's very
0: expensive (laughs) yeah are there any surprises from moving you know from dc to california that where, I mean, there's the good kind of culture shock of no horns, what other, what other, you know, types of cultural adjustments have you
1: encountered? You know, it's interesting when you're in DC, it really feels like the center of the universe and having been there for almost 30 years, it really felt like, well, everything revolves around DC. When you come out here, you realize sort of the disdain a lot of times that the West coast has towards the center of power, if you will, that it's, it doesn't seem to be as part of the day to day. So what I love being here is I understand both worlds Mm. that I help to educate here about what happens here actually is important to keep Washington informed and to educate and to help the East coast policymakers understand mm-hmm. why things are done a certain way on the west coast but to bring some of that east coast here not to change the culture but just to have a sensitivity toward it that the, the two worlds don't always often think the same way but i think ultimately everyone wants to get to the same place so i think um other things are there. There is such a climate-friendly environment here. I call Tesla the Camry of Silicon Valley because everyone has a Tesla, and there is this, an, or an electric car or hybrid. There is this real sensitivity toward what we're doing today is going to impact us in the long run, and our environment is changing around us. and And I think California has always kind of been at the vanguard of. Uh, climate change, although I think we're calling it global warming again, um, but that it's real, and that California always wants to lead the way in hoping to stem that tiny bit.
0: Yeah, that's exciting, it, and it's interesting to hear about the differences between the East Coast, West Coast, and it sounds like you're a little bit of a translator, a little bit of
1: a bridge between the between the two worlds. Yeah. yeah. Do you still work with yeah.
0: DC folks a lot? Or are you?
1: you I know, do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Not so much in my last job. Mm -hmm. But um, definitely, certainly in this current job, because our company, 80, about 75% of our business is in the US and we're getting more and more global. So I do have an opportunity to spend time with our, with our friends in DC and some of my team is in DC as well.
0: Is there anything, um, anything unique about kind of being an FCBA member while not being in DC? Are you still active in the, in the FCBA? Yeah.
1: It has been, I would say, my heart goes out to Josh Turner and to Natalie and to now Megan, who haven't had that quintessential FCBA president experience with all of the in-person events, but I have to give so many hats off for being inclusive and bringing the bar together. And I think maybe that's one of those silver linings of the pandemic and being able to bring in those of us who aren't local in D.C. to so many events. So because of that, I have been able to participate a lot more. And I think that's probably something that will continue. So for those people who aren't local in D.C., who see invitations pop up for virtual events and happy hours and other ways to connect, definitely do them because I I feel like less of a fly on the wall on the West Coast, but more of a participant. I would love to continue being active after the pandemic is over. We have really two really good chapters here. The Northern California chapter is really active and very vibrant. Uh, That's a great plug for the FCBA. And I am completely impressed and proud of what's happening with the diversity pipeline. We talk about that a lot in Silicon Valley, that, it's not enough to make the hires, but you have to have a, a pipeline and there is a pipeline has traditionally been a pipeline problem. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to see that the FCBA has been so active and hats off to Natalie and now Megan and Rudy and Setwana and <laughs> the list goes on yeah. for really making that happen.
0: Yeah, it is really, it's, it's really been exciting to see, you know, just to get lift off and then to be sustained and really gain momentum, um, despite the pandemic. I mean, it really, it's, yeah, I think this, this whole past few years has just shown that, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. And if you're creative, you can still get so much done and even build community
1: in ways that you never even knew. Exactly. And I should say I have a friend here who is really, really cool and really fun. His name is Andrew Burns. I'll do a, a pitch for him. He has had this karaoke group for the last, I want to say, 18 months where he gets friends together. He's a tech lawyer with Get Around and um, to, has had this really fun karaoke group with friends of his from all different parts of his life to um, and all over the country as well. And I've made some really nice friends through, the, through this group, some of whom I've never met in person. So That's- hooray for innovation and technology.
0: <laughs> you know, that is really funny, like the, that we are meeting and making friends and connections during this time with people that we have never met physically in person. Mm-hmm. And I went into my office for the first time since joining my company uh, in February. and joined remotely and it was so funny walking down the halls and seeing a person that I had only seen in a little screen, right. In a little right. square, and saying, wait, I actually know you. It was very, <laughs> it was very cool. So it's going to be interesting to see as we transition back or work our way through some kind of a hybrid, you know, hybrid yeah.
1: situation. And will, and will we be able to function the same way? I had my first in-person meeting, like real in-meeting. We had an offsite with uh, some of uh, the legal leadership team where I am very happy to sit and I think we all were thrilled to meet each other for the first time but it was like wow <laughs> it's so weird to to actually be in this room with you and wow um yeah I also ran into someone whom I had only seen on screen and he had a mask on and was walking in the office and I did the like dog <laughs> <laughs> he looked at me like do I know? Oh, Hey, <laughs> it is a little bit of a,
0: like a little bit of a game, right? Where you see them from the, from the nose right. up and you think, okay, can I do this? Do it. Can I, can I recognize that person? Yes, I can. Or if not, right. I'll make a new friend.
1: <laughs> and then the whole, like, are you a hugger? Do oh, you want to hug? No. Are we hugging? Are we elbow bumping? Are we high-fiving virt- virtual like, high vi- virtual or- high-five and then I thought of you Kelly because there's a song that you probably heard it's how can I keep from singing oh, I don't how know. can I keep from singing it's I think a Quaker song and I think our theme song should be how can I keep from hugging from hugging <laughs> I have to say only one person of all the people I met last week said I would love a hug unvaccinated infant. And I was like, dude, yeah. Yep. I don't want to, I don't want to have that on me. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. No, it's it's made us all very like like, better communicators, right? We're going to tell you what we're going to do. Right. No more (laughs) awkward hugs. They're all very thoughtful, (laughs) planned
0: ahead. Intentional and (laughs) (laughs) well-communicated. All right, so tell me what you're doing for fun these days, Miss Julie. You're reading some books. You're doing
1: horseback riding. Oh, yeah, Kelly. I am having so much fun. So I always have to have a book going. And I recently finished uh, Project Hail Mary by the guy who wrote The Martian, Andy Weir. Super good. Highly recommend it. I, don't um, I also read this really good book. Russ Hanzer and I were actually talking about it and it was called better to have gone. And it was also an excellent group by Akash Kapoor, excellent book. Mm. Um, the marriage of opposites finally read that by Alice Hoffman. So my list goes on and on. And I just, if anyone ever, I should be joining Russ's book club, sorry, Russ. Um, but I tend to be a free spirit when it comes to my reading and, um, just always love to have a book. It helps me unwind. Usually fiction. I really need fiction helps me unwind at the end of the day, but other things I love to do, Kelly. I've always loved water. And when we were in DC, we lived on a Lake in false church called Lake Farcroft. Yeah. So I would swim open water during the months when it wasn't too cold. Well, in California, we can swim all year, at least where we are. We belong to a pool and it's heated. Oh. And so I swim every other day about and just feel that sense of calm and peace and it's meditative. And I actually just cheated and found some underwater earphones so I don't always have to be in my own head. Julie,
0: <laughs> hold that thought. My daughter
1: is at the door and no one
0: is picking yeah. up. I heard the door, like her knocking at the door. Then I hear the doorbell. <laughs> we should get her key, really. That would be the good, that would be the good parenting move. <laughs> Let's just move on. We got the swimming. And what was I going to ask? Horseback
1: riding. Yes. Oh, so tell me you're into horseback riding. Yeah. So Katie's been riding for three years out here. And she did some riding on the East Coast. But we are kind of in an area where people have horses in their front yard. Or backyard. backyard. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So because we live so close to some really nice barns and I decided a couple months ago, I want to do something new. I want to learn either how to sail or take horse lessons. So I'm taking horse lessons and it's really fun. And it is like muscles you didn't think you had. <laughs> and I just love being around the animals. and.
0: That's amazing. That actually leads me to my next question, which is you're such a, you are, you are a a woman on the move and um, so well regarded in your field and so well respected and it's great to hear that you save time
1: for yourself and to, to unplug how do you find the balance. Well. It is always a work in progress. I think any person who has a full-time job and a family, whether you're male or female, you're always going to be trying to shoehorn in time. And I think because we've been at home, that has changed a lot where you're, unless you're really diligent with saying, I am working from these hours to these hours, and I'm going to put my phone down. And I'm even though everything is accessible 24 seven, you realize that you do burn out if you're just constantly that the machine will always want to be fed <laughs> and <laughs> a good way of if, it. right and if mm-hmm. you I, it's happy to take but you have to know like when you're tired and when you're doing your best work and when you're not necessarily doing your best work i'm reading this book called uh, and russ hanser again inspired a book a deep deep work And it's just about how we flip from thing to thing and thing to thing. And you don't get your best work done. And some of the best people in their fields have had these blocks of time. And so I'm trying to be more mindful, Mm. but it is a work in progress. I think for me and probably for you and people who are like us in in the bar, like we want to get a lot done and we have a lot of ideas and we also are very committed to our work and we want to give it everything we have and sometimes we just have to take a step back. So, I do yeah. feel like making time for swimming and making time every day to to read and sing still and play piano and do stuff like that to me. That's when I'm happiest. And you know, I am happiest when I'm outside. I if I don't get a walk or a run or swimming Every day I'm cranky. I'm cranky. I, no one wants to be around me. <laughs> I'm
0: cranky Julie.
1: No, we do not want
0: that. <laughs> but you know, you hit the nail on the head. I think sometimes you almost give back more or you're able to give more when you do take that time for yourself and you yeah. take that breath and feed, feed that different beast. Right. Right. You come back recharged and you can get oh, that yeah. energy
1: and you see things in a different way. Yeah. And you know, I find too. So if I'm in the pool if I like just recently started using headphones, just occasionally, just like, oh, today I'll want to listen to a podcast. Like maybe I'll listen to this podcast if it's not too cringy for me to hear myself blab. Um, but I get some really good thinking done in the pool. I work through stuff, like even a work issue or how to, you know, we're dealing with X issue. How can we use the best, um, resources? And I, sometimes I come out of the pool and like, Oh, that was awesome. It's like shower moments, except <laughs> yeah.
0: That is the one thing I miss my commute for. I don't, I generally don't miss yeah. it, but I did love that quiet. I never. I didn't listen to music. I didn't listen to the radio. I, it was like me at the road the car in front of me, the car in front of them, the car in front of them, <laughs> and my thoughts. <laughs> and beeping.
1: <laughs> yes, all honking.
0: Um, but it was, it was really that time to percolate. And yeah. I haven't replicated that in, in this home remote work environment. That's um, great that you found it in swimming.
1: And yeah. And, you know, and my husband said something, or Eugene, of course, you know him, um, he mentioned too, he said, you know, when we lived in DC, you had time to decompress or you had time in the car. Mm-hmm. You don't have that now. And so he's been really supportive about, like, you should get out of the house. You've been, <laughs> for everybody's sake, you should get out of the house. Um, um, words from the supportive husband, right? Get out of the house. Totally. Get out of the I house. Go for a, don't take yourself for a walk. Go for a swim. Don't you need to swim? I think you need to swim. But that, but that, recognizing that our worlds have shifted so much how like well, you really could work 24 7 and no one would tell you not to
0: with you taking some time for yourself I have to ask are you singing and I'm I'm going to ask with with one eye shut because I miss singing with you so much it hurts I sometimes. Know, me too I know my heart is like just
1: welling up right now <laughs>
0: Let's okay, let's figure out what song would we want to sing together when we have our reunion. I know we have a band in common that we both love and it's called The Story. And I think I think we should learn one of their
1: songs. I think that's when we made the connection that we both loved that group. It was kind of like we were separated at birth. I had that. because scene. I think so few people know The Story and I th- think it's just um they're separate they they aren't a group anymore they're individual soloists but mm-hmm. um their music is just so soulful and the harmonies and I can just hear your voice in them I think what is the song uh, so much mine is one of my favorites oh, and we both
0: have so yes that song <laughs> makes me cry every time I hear it um, and I heard it when I was in college and I didn't really understand what the lyrics meant, but now we're both moms. We both have teenage yeah. girls and that song has a whole new meaning. It's a, Oh yeah. It's a, it's a tearjerker.
1: Yeah. Beautiful.
0: Yeah. About a a mom basically saying, when did you grow up?
1: Where'd you, where'd you get that dress? Where'd you learn to walk like that? Don't talk back. <laughs> We're living that life right now, aren't we? <laughs> We're living the life. And um, it's like when my mom used to cry whenever she heard the song Sunrise Sunset. Oh. And she would cry. And of course, as a teen, same thing, rolling my eyes, oh, that song is just a song. And then I realize it's become this mantra in our family when someone has a birthday and the kids get into college or whatnot. It's like sunrise sunset. And now that song means So much to me that I also have that welling up of emotion. Oh my gosh. I know. know.
0: (laughs) Well, I think we should make a pact right here that we'll, uh, we're going to find an opportunity, whether it's digitally or virtually or even knock on wood in person. We're going to, we're going to try that song out. Who knows? Maybe we'll be the story 2.0 someday. We'll just start a new fresh gig. (laughs) (laughs) We have to take the. You have to be Kel, and I have to be Jewel. Oh, my goodness. It has been such a treat and a gift to to catch up with you today. Um, Anything to share with our FCBA listeners
1: before we call it an evening? Everybody, just keep being the greatest bar on earth. I love telling people out here on the West Coast and the tech community that the communications bar or the Tech Bar is a very special, talented group of lawyers and professionals who help bring the best technology to our world. And they're always completely amazed that such a group exists, especially in the engineering community that, wow, okay, sounds like a really collegial fun place to be. That explains a lot about you. (laughs) But uh, just keep, Keep up the great work, my my friends in the FCBA. And thanks to the FCBA, I have so many wonderful friends like you, Kelly. Oh, well, we're so grateful that you're still
0: a part of this great community and that we get these opportunities like this to connect and stay in touch and stay in touch going forward. Yay, elbow bump, hug. Elbow bump, hugger, <laughs> I'm hugger. <Sorry>. Bump. <laughs> great to see you, Julie. Thanks so much. Thank you, in Kelly. Touch. Thanks. Bye. again for tuning in to today's FCBA podcast. If you enjoyed it, please take a minute to subscribe. And of course, feel free to spread the word. If you have a story or a talent you'd like to share, give me a call or shoot me an email and we'll get you on the show. Until then, don't forget to take a little time to get unplugged.